Welcome to Preaching Into the Mirror, I'm Sharmini Kumar. Each week I'm spending time with some of the stories of Jesus, according to the Gospel readings of the Revised Common Lectionary, if that means anything to you. And I'm preaching the sermon that I think I most need to hear. You can't tell, but I look myself in the eye while I'm preaching via a mirror. You're welcome to eavesdrop. This week's passage is Mark 7, 24-37, and Jesus has wandered into Gentile territory. He's in the ethnic minority, and in this area, the Gentiles allegedly treated the Jewish people with uh, contempt and hostility. So in one sense, it's not surprising that Jesus gets a bit snarky when a Gentile woman comes and asks him for a favour. I guess I don't blame him for for getting snarky. I feel like it might be the reasonable response for people to be upset or angry about racial injustice. But I'm not sure that necessarily means that I would endorse the kind of response that Jesus gives where he essentially says that the food is for the children of Israel first and not for the dogs. See, I I don't think there's any way to read that that isn't really insulting. But my favourite thing about this story is that this woman doesn't walk away. She pushes back. She points out that there is enough food at the table that the overflow is enough. What falls from the table is enough. I wonder if part of her is thinking, look, if these are the kinds of people at the table, I don't know if I want a seat. But she does want Jesus to heal her daughter. She needs Jesus to heal her daughter. So instead of lashing out or even pointing out the theological errors of referring to other human beings as dogs, she fights back using God's own grace, in a sense, against Jesus. She points out how abundant God's grace is, that there's so much, there's enough to go around, even to the people that we don't think are worth it, even to people who Jesus doesn't think are worth it. There's enough. There's more than enough. There is more than enough goodness, more than enough healing, more than enough to feed people in the goodness of God and in God's kingdom. And that goodness is accessible. It's accessible to everyone. And I think I want to be a conduit, a pipeline for that goodness rather than trying to dam it up or bottle it up. And this passage seems to suggest that one of the things that allows goodness to flow is the willingness and the bravery and faith to push back against things that don't seem right. Pushing back on things that don't seem right, even when it's the Son of God in front of you. Pushing back on things that don't seem like God, even when it's the Son of God in front of you. And I love that, partly because one of the few things that I feel like I can bring to the table is a bit of crankiness and a bit of pushing back. I know that's not always a good character trait, but sometimes it's what's needed. Pushing back against anyone who would limit the work of God, even if that is God's own self. Not that pushing back always gets the kind of response that this woman got, But sometimes it's good to know that God, at worst, doesn't mind and at best actually welcomes people who are willing to stand up to even God. 
I don't think God actually wants to stand in the way of people experiencing the goodness and the gifts of God. So sometimes it's an act of faith and an act of love and an act that God applauds to push back and to insist that God's goodness is enough. Amen.